Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. All right. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of the MetalDen.com site. It is August 30th, 2020. Sunday. Hope everyone's uh, doing well out there, dealing with all the madness from coronavirus and how that's still affecting everybody with uh, a lot of the restrictions are still put in place and having to still wear the mask out there in the public. Lots of cases are, you know, continuing to escalate. I know here in at Tarrant County, where I live and Fort Worth, uh, you know, they're, they're reporting a whole lot more people keep people catching the uh, coronavirus and people dying from it. So they're pushing this this thing all the way up the flagpole, man. And uh, I'm telling y'all that this is Agenda 2030, just play by play. They're just working from the book that the Illuminati has prepared for a very long time, and. Uh, there's a much more sinister agenda at play here. So you've got to start paying attention to that. One of the things I want to point out is, uh, you know, if you're not listening to me in terms of uh, as an alternative news uh, source, you should be checking out Titus Frost on YouTube and also the Fullerton Informer. Those two... Uh, those two guys, that's Joe Embriano with Fullerton Informer and Titus Frost. They're doing a real good job of, of basically saying, you know, what I've been saying all along. Uh, you know, they they both have their different style of how they do it. You know, Titus is known for his roundtable discussions like we had at the start of the year. Uh, actually, you know, in around when this all got started. Um with the coronavirus i was a part of a roundtable discussion on youtube with, with titus frost so uh you know that that allowed a lot of different people to have their opinions you know uh heard joe is more of a he's traveling around in, in his car literally on his way i'm not sure to work or whatnot but he's basically giving you a the play-by-play -play of what i've been talking about in terms of 5g dangers and uh, he's most recently, one of his latest uh, videos he put up was about kids being stolen from grocery stores by the, uh, by the evil cobble. And these, you know, that, that this, you know, human trafficking ring that's going on, that's a, that's a, a worldwide, really uh, spearheaded by the elite and an evil, evil faction of, of the government. They're... Uh, you know, they're definitely, you know, they're the ones who are behind this and Child Protective Services. So you really have to keep your eyes open. Uh, what's going on, uh, you know, when you're with your kids out at parks or, uh, you know, out at uh, public places, you know, like the grocery store. They're very, very systematic and unorganized in how they're stealing these kids and, and uh, diverting your attention and then using another person to take the kid out, out of back exit. So that, you know, these kids are are being sold uh, into sex slavery, as I've talked about in the past. They're 
all sorts of things. They, they could be offered up to, for ritual sacrifice. And, uh, you know, they can range anywhere from 5000 to $50,000. Someone will pay for, a, for a, an actual human being. So, you know, this is stuff that Joe Embriano over at the Fullerton Informers, uh, you know, backing me up with the stuff that he's putting out. So, real, really uh, want to make sure that you all check him out. And again, Titus Frost, does a, he does an, a fair job, I think, in terms of offering you up different people like myself who come on to his, uh, his uh, YouTube show and, and, and discuss these different things that are going on around the world. All right, well, hey, before we get rocking with some music, uh, I do want to let you know um, I have my new interview with the Drinking Life site, Rob, over uh, there they're in Switzerland. He just posted that up. It's been getting some good reaction. Uh, definitely, I'm going to include a, another little snippet from from the uh, the interview that he did with me. It, it'll, of course, just be the audio, and you'll be able to hear uh, a little bit more of what we talked about in terms of discussing Pedogate and the whole bigger picture of, of the Illuminati and, you know, the, the whole agenda that's that's at hand right now uh, for being able to reduce the world population. So this is all part of the coronavirus. Uh, these are all things as fear-mongering, all the stuff that's been going on with all the racial tension. And so, you know, really tied to, as I said, is really as a way ultimately to cover up and to take people's eyes off of the, the, the really bad stuff that's going on. Uh, the human atrocities that are that are occurring, not just in the United States of America, but all around the world, in terms of the human trafficking and the absolute, just horrendous, I mean, horrifying things that are being done to human beings. And it, it really all ties back to Operation Paperclip. So if you're not familiar with that and don't understand much about you know World War II and the Nazis, you need to start reading. You need to get familiarized with what really happened and how things really turned out and what's going on right now. Not just in America, as I said, but in other parts of, of the world. There's human trafficking, there's major, major... That's the one thing about <coughs> the uh, Caribbean islands. Uh, you know, and... and Epstein and Lawrence Rockefeller, and these are things that I'll be doing deep dives on here in the future. More uh, new reporting on John Podesta. And I do have one that I'm working on for Kurt Cobain, a, a special three-part report that will be coming, uh, coming up. Uh, so we've got a lot of stuff going on now. Besides the new interview with the drinking life that I just did, I'll be back on, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll be back on FM Rock Radio very soon. I'll actually be on, um, wow, yeah, coming up here on Thursday, September 3rd, with WQEE 99.1. Rise and Shine Morning Program, 8 a.m. Eastern, with host Ryan O'Neill. That's WQEE, uh, Georgia. 
So just keep your eyes open. If you're not visiting my uh, metalden.com, make sure to check out randyrocketcody.com. And you'll also be able to uh, find me on Facebook, Randy Rocket Cody, and Rocket Metal Den on Twitter. Okay, and like I said, you know, there's going to be more reporting on the Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington uh, death investigations that are still ongoing. I'm not going to be able to give anybody a particular, you know, exact time frame of when that's going to happen because really. It'll happen, they'll each get their own uh, three-part reports before the year is over. That I can tell you that. So we've still got a little ways to go here. There's a lots of stuff developing on both those cases. I can tell you from more deep dives that I'm doing and uh, people I'm talking to, uh, research and just investigating that's been going on, that will be very powerful when it's presented to everybody. Okay, so before uh, we start jamming some, some music, I do want to say thanks again to everybody who's been spreading the word out there, sharing the uh, posts I put out, putting up with my, uh, you know, my mouth, my attitude, which can be pretty, uh, pretty flamboyant at times. Sounds like Liberace or something. Um, you know, the bottom line is, I'm a pretty opinionated guy. You know, I have my way of thinking about things. Uh, I try to present things to the world in a, in a pretty uh, easy to digest manner. I, I think I do things with a lot of tact. Uh, there's times where I could seem a little bit, you know, brutal. It's probably a good word, or uh, over the top would be a phrase you could use, but that's just, that's been me my whole life, you know, uh, I, I tend to have that, that darker sense of humor about things, and so, you know, if that rubs people the wrong way, what, what can I do, <laughs> you know, it's been like that for me my whole life, um, but I do try to make a, a presentation that is, uh, that is thorough and concise, and it's, in it's, uh, you know, presentation as far as, you know, presenting facts and doing it in a manner that's it's very, you know, just something that's that's presented for the person that's reading it to be able to understand and it's, and it's backed up with some some hardcore facts. That's That's news reporting, in my opinion. It's not trying to, you know, use tricky different you know things and, and and false narratives and and all that stuff to to push something that, that I think is important it's tell the truth it's present the facts so that the people who are reading what whoever's reporting where from wherever in the world and whatever you might be reporting on Present the facts. That's your job as a reporter. So that's all I try to do when I report to, to y'all. Is just give you the facts. Tell you the historical truth. Based off of the concrete evidence. 
and provides you that evidence. And this can this is stuff that can sure it can date back to biblical times and and can be stuff that that can certainly be argued. Anything can be argued. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the hardcore forensic evidence, witness testimony, okay, this is stuff that would hold up in a court of law. You have to take it very, very seriously. So that's why I put a lot of effort into these long format forensic dissertations that I do with these uh, Rockstar Death Investigations or whoever, whoever I'm investigating, whether it be the Black Dahlia case that I've been working on, uh, Zodiac murders, uh, you know, the Man Manson family murders, Jack the Ripper. You know, you have to get to the facts. So you have to start with the people who are involved and and work from that work work out from the body. All right. So, anyways, I'm gonna have a lot more coming up. That's gonna just blow your minds. That's gonna be getting dropped on all of you. And there's a lot of people out there who talked a good game to me last year, year before. But I I really don't I don't see or hear any more you know more of that going on. I've offered people anybody out there who wants to debate me about Pedogate and what's going on with human trafficking and these other cases that I'm working on, like the Black Dahlia, like the Zodiac, like Jack the Ripper, I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. We'll go one-on-one. -on -one. We'll do it on Zoom, however you want to do it. We'll have a, a friendly, spirited debate. I can guarantee you that. And that's what needs to be done in this world, is debate. Not, you know, pre-planned, you know, pre-arranged, pre-recorded, whatever, you know, just totally staged. I'm talking about one-on-one -on -one live, going straight up, mano a mano, throwing your thoughts out, your, your evidence versus mine. About Podesta about any of these cats, the Clintons, Comet Ping Pong, we'll, we'll take it there. If anybody out there wants to do that, I don't care if you've got a small blog that you want to do, it. you know, you just started the other day, I don't care. I don't care where you're at in this world, what country you're in. I don't care if you can barely even speak English or if you can't speak English at all. But if you can figure out how to contact me and you want to do a debate with me we could even do one where it's uh, you know you you could I could transcribe your you know I could take what you're trying to tell me in your language and I'll I'll put it into uh, into uh, you know a uh, article format so that at least you could be heard I don't care how we would do it I just I want someone to challenge me but that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because everybody's completely terrified of me. Nobody that I can see would ever survive that challenge. Not just, I don't think, not just from a, a you know, strategic 
sort of standpoint. I'm talking about spiritual. Because I'm, trust me, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dress you down. As we, say, as we say it in the United States Marines, I'm, I'm going to dress the person down who steps up to me for a challenge in a debate. And it, it's, it's going to take you to places you've never thought you could go in your own head. So uh, anybody that wants to challenge me, you can always reach me at themetalden at gmail.com. Wants to debate me, wants to try and take me on about the things I'm talking about. Okay, this is your chance. So man up. I know you're out there. I know that you, uh, you, you think that I'm completely crazy. So this is your opportunity to, to put me in my place. Okay, so that's the metal den at gmail.com. Hit me up. If, you, if anybody wants to interview me, and before uh, we get going here with uh, Thanksgiving, you know, December, whatnot coming up, eventually, uh, I won't be talking to nobody then. You know, I'm going to be taking the rest of the year off. But if you guys want to talk, someone wants to talk to me, I'll give you that opportunity, just like I did with Rob over at the Drinking Life blog. I thought that the interview turned out great. I think it's definitely something you should check out. If you go to randyrocketcody.com, you can find that interview at the very, very bottom of my site on the right-hand side. No, actually, I take that back. It's on the left-hand. Your left-hand side. At the very bottom, I've got the section with my latest interviews, and it's there. All right, well, that's enough talking. Let's go ahead and uh, let's get rocking. Here he is, the prince.
to, to tell your to tell uh, the audience here. You've got to listen to this guy's story. His name is Tony Rodriguez. That's uh, with an S, not a Z at the end. He is supposedly a, a satanic ritual abuse survivor. He's gone on YouTube now in the recent uh, past couple years, most notably, and done some fantastic interviews that you've got to you've got to see. So you just uh, put UFO next to his name, and you'll you'll find some of these uh, things to watch. But he's supposedly a survivor of the Twenty and Back program, which is is the secret space program. Um, that's basically where he was taken, um, which is a very rare thing to happen in his situation because usually they don't take outsiders in like this. When he was very young, he pissed off a member of the Illuminati uh, whose son was in his classroom. And at a some sort of parent meeting or something like that, they came head to head with this kid, this Tony Rodriguez kid. He used to bully the, the kid whose dad was a part of the Illuminati in some form or another. And, and uh, the next thing you know, he, he, Tony gets a visit from a gray alien in his bedroom. And he was abducted. And he says that he spent uh, numerous years uh, in the Northern California, which is where the Zodiac murders took place, um, on a very rich person's property at, at points chained up with other kids on the lawn, where they were ritually raped, basically. And this is before he was sent off. This is his story he's, t he's telling. He was sent off to Mars and, and to the moon. And so this is, a, this is a heck of a story to take in. He, this guy's going around people because he's going to start to hear more about him because he basically is absolutely backing up everything that I said in terms of he, he, he'll talk about the same because he's gone through it. Now, he supposedly returns. You're probably asking, well, how, where is he? And what, is he still on Mars? He was, this is what he's saying. He's saying that they have the technology available, that they could reverse his age because he aged, he was there from, he was from nine years old, he was taken, and he was there for an X amount of years, uh, 20 years is what he was. He was 29 when he was done, 20 and back program. At the end of that 20 years, he said he zapped back into his nine-year-old body in his parents' house at the kitchen table. And that's and and his consciousness, although he was now a little kid again, and back in in in, in you know in 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 this uh, in this dimension, okay, and back with his family after being gone for supposedly twenty years as a slave worker for the secret space program. This is his story. So he is saying that kids have been systematically being stolen and abducted by these aliens. For, partially for that usage, for slave labor. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what would happen because they, it's exactly, it's, we're talking technology, you want to talk about out of this world, I would spin your head with some of the stuff that I know about that's going on. And so it's, it's stuff that people, again, if you scratch the surface and you think that it's something that, even if it looks crazy and seems too crazy to, to take in, go a little bit deeper because you'll find that You've got you've got Tesla, you know. You've got to start looking at what his whole story was about. You know, I believe he was assassinated. You know, so there's a whole lot of players in this game, and and it all comes down to um, a very 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 big and bold strategy uh, that's being I believe that's that's underhand by the Illuminati, the New World Order. It's a whole world operation. Okay, they're a whole world force. Okay, doing this and. Uh, that means that their their cult is one big cult. 
It's not just one small cult faction over here. They have literally, literally I believe, leadership within this elite cult. Uh, this, this, they call it Kabul. They call it the Illuminati. And these are the people that, uh, uh, you know, I believe Podesta is a very small player in it. I believe he's gonna he's gonna get eliminated soon. I think he's gonna get either he's gonna disappear or he's gonna get eliminated because he's got too much information on those Clintons. That's a great point. That's a great question. Um, yeah, absolutely, the occult does play into it. But what you have to understand is if you look at Atlantis and you study Atlantis at all, you know anything about Atlantis. It's not just some make-believe stuff that you know belongs in Disney you know, animated films. It's it's real. It was a it was a real civilization that, that that existed at one time, and it it was destroyed, and uh, and supposedly there was a lot of what's going on now is all tied back to Atlantis, uh, and so you have to. And what I'm getting we get getting about that is 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 guys like John D. I don't know if you know who he is, but. Uh, Francis Bacon, uh, he was, those two guys were very close friends, and, and Bacon uh, is, is a very pivotal person uh, that you have to look at. He was a very, very uh, important person uh, to the Queen. And so, uh, these, are, these are things that, you know, what did John Dee do? Well, John Dee was, man, he was big time a cult guy, big time into the ritual stuff, <clears throat> like how Aleister Crowley was. And so, Aleister Crowley and him, he would be like a modern version of John D. In my opinion, is what Aleister Crowley was, because he was D. Was around a lot long, you know, earlier, and uh, but Aleister Crowley was was brought in to I think to kind of do the mop up work and to get things ready for where they're at now. Um, him and him and Anton Levey, they were, they were both used to bring America into the full transition of the satanic agenda. Well, that's that's a part of the problem with this situation when you're investigating like this is that uh, that's why nobody uh, it's very hard to get anybody to talk about it um, is that there's a lot of blackmail that goes on because a lot of these uh, even guys like Chester's age or even when he was younger in his twenties and whatnot. Um, Chris as well, they they experience stuff and they're exposed to stuff and stuff that can be bad, you know, and can make them look bad and stuff. And that'll be used by the people who are their handlers so that they can blackmail them, so that they can keep them silent, so that these people, or not just them but other people in the industry from speaking out. And so that's why we don't have an answer right now of who Swordfish is. Um, we have ideas, but we don't know definitively who it is. That's why, obviously, they set it up as a, as in a, with a different identity, so they can protect themselves. Because you know, this is a, this is the powder keg. I mean, swordfish people need to pay attention to. This is not just some, you know, Sunday uh, afternoon cartoon. This is real. This is really happening. It's really going on, and it's only going to it's only going to continue to get bigger. Now, I don't know fully what is in all of the swordfish file yet. I'm still investigating. I'm being told that there is a there is more than what I know. So until I find out everything that I can know about what's in swordfish, you know, I'm not gonna stop trying to figure it out, you know.
I it's a great question. I, I think that I think that they give you nuggets of, of you know and and you know they'll they do things to tell you, but they're not gonna just straight out come out and tell you. I don't think they're ever gonna there will ever be that kind of a disclosure where, you know, hey guys, you know, they're here, they're with us and, and we're all gonna be, you know, together now. Um you know they've been around. They've been around for a long time. These we're talking pre 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 Adam. Uh, you know, uh, you know uh, of Adam and Eve. You know, uh, so this this is stuff that um, these civilizations, uh, especially like uh, the Tuatha uh, uh, Danann. Do I say that right? That was supposedly yes. That came out of yes, and also um, were believed to be linked to, to Atlantis. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, no, but what you just exactly you just said. From my research, now listen, I'm not a witch, I'm not a warlock, I'm not a guy that that that, that uh, does any of these rituals. But when I when I am examining and looking at say dark spells and books uh, books that are very uh, one book that I've been after to look to learn about is the uh, Le Dragon Rouge, which is in the, the Vatican's library uh, apparently, and it's uh, just a, a filthy book of, of demonic uh, spells, rituals, and spells that is supposedly supposed to now they they won't even show us literally a page of what's in it so uh that's that's a big concern you know that the vatican has that you know it's like uh this is supposed to be one of the most darkest most demonic books that's around and it means the red dragon and the red dragon that's satan that's who the dragon is and so people it, you know when you look at this people say you know you just make it sound so it's like it's i know it sounds like it, it's like this just can't be real you know all this stuff but um in terms of this world of the occult, but there's a saying like "as above, so below." Everything that you see going on here at the surface level, you have to understand, can be going right below your feet. Same, same sort of civilizations and stuff underneath our feet. So, and this has been going on for a long time. Um, this is stuff that goes back to the Bigfoot mystery, um, which I believe is a shapeshifter. Um, and I believe that that's something that we've got to look at here, which is a, a big part of the story. Um, what I have uncovered with the Zodiac, which I think is important to add to this, because I, I fully believe it has everything to do with the Pedal Gate, the Pizza Gate, and all that stuff, is because it involves a guy named Michael Aquino. And Michael Aquino used to be with the, uh, uh, he was, you know, Special Operations Green Beret uh, during Vietnam. And he was uh, part of a commando group that was sent out to do some pretty despicable missions of uh, what uh, really were false flags, things to, to, to make the enemy look bad, uh, a lot of killing of women and children um, to sort of put blame on, on, on the other side and stuff and make it look really horrific and just all sorts of stuff that they were doing that um, was definitely crimes against humanity from what I could see in terms of my research. And But he was... Uh, he was the guy who started what's called the Temple of Set. Okay, has also been referred to as the Church of Set. But this is a very important thing to learn about. It all ties to Egypt. 
It all ties to stargates and all that stuff, and that's what's so fascinating about it. Um, Seth is a very important person in the biblical history as well. He was uh, known as Seth with the H at the end, but it could be pronounced with silent, so it would all be said Seth. Okay, uh, that was the uh, son of Adam, Adam and, and Eve. Okay, that was brought in, um, and that that was basically this. He's he's the founder of really what is the Gnostic, Gnostic faith, you know, and uh, Gnosticism. And so that's where all of this stuff sort of uh, springs from, because uh, you've got to look at Tubal Cain, uh, Cain and Abel. After that happened, after the murder, that's when he that's when he was born. Um, you have to just look at these these bloodlines is what they are. They're satanic family bloodlines, and that's who founded America, um, basically, essentially. Um, that's 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 how you've got to look at it. Uh, those same very powerful families are the ones who are behind all of the things that are going on in terms of all the, the strings being pulled and all the lies being told. And it's it's a very, very, very sinister agenda to pull off what I believe. Now, this is heavy, man. This is heavy. Uh, what I believe is going to be the coming of the second Holocaust. And it will happen It will in America. It will not be in Germany. It will be uh, in America. And it's going to be if it's if you can't see it's already starting to go on right now as it is with this covert this is a very these people are so brilliant okay these you talk about strategists i mean I, i'm good at chess okay but these people are the best at what they do and what michael aquino did was and you have to go back to michael aquino because he's what he was with anton levey the church of satan and then he left and went and did his his temple set well who's set set was an egyptian God, okay, who was um, basically able to shapeshift, and he is supposedly uh, the father of Sobek, who also was a shapeshifter, and was in the form of a half crocodile, half man, and he was a very powerful, powerful God. Now, what they're doing to cover this up, this is my research, and this is, I know what is going on. Because if you Google any of this stuff, they will tell you that the set of the biblical set and this set of, of the Egyptian, because that's who I believe that he was. I believe that he was a reincarnation of the biblical set. Okay, And so that's what we're looking at here. Now, what does that mean? Who is Michael Aquino? Michael Aquino, besides Mr. Podesta, is the number two person of interest, in my opinion, in Pizzagate. Uh, I say I say Podesta. He should be number one, but I say Podesta because Podesta is so tied into these Clintons that that's where this trail is taking us. He's a very pivotal, important person now, now that they've got Maxwell and, and Epstein's dead. So um, that's why I say that. Thank you very much. Hello, London. How are you? Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. My name is Sam Kennison. And I like to do this to mic stands, uh, just to see if it is live. I'm a little different than the other comics you're going to see and uh, the other comedy. The difference between me and uh, them is that you might want to see them again sometime. <laughs> because I don't have an act. I don't have a home. I don't have a car. I didn't eat yesterday. I had to borrow these clothes. She took it all! <laughs> I was married for two years! I don't need someone but a primal! 
Ah! Ah! <laughs> okay, try not to have an attitude about it. <laughs> I want to get along with women, you know. But uh, I'm going around, I'm trying to talk people out of getting married if I can. Uh, it's, it's, I did it, it doesn't work. Didn't work for me. You ever married? What's your name? Gary. Well, Gary, if you ever think about getting married, if you ever think you've met the right girl, you want to settle down, get a house, get a car, will you do me a favor, Gary? Remember this face. Because if you get married, Gary, that'll be your face every day. It's the face of every married man when he wakes up in the morning, he gets out of bed, he looks in the mirror, he realizes what he's done, and he goes, oh, oh, It's true. It's true. I was married for two years. My life was so boring, I actually worried about my yard. <laughs> Rest of my friends had goals, careers, adventures. They're out doing things with their lives. I was out there looking for crabgrass, weeds and stuff, going, I've got a responsibility to the neighborhood here to keep a good yard. <laughs> yeah, this was my life. I didn't have any kids, though. That's good. Uh, that's real hell. You seen those guys with the strollers? The little babies, have you seen those guys walking the streets with a look on their face like they envy the dead? It's like... thing about marriage, the best thing about marriage is that these are connected. You know what I mean? Men can keep their Johnsons. That's about it. Oh, you don't know that word Johnsons here, huh? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Winky, as it were. You know what I'm saying, guys? They're connected. They don't come off. Because if they did, the women would take them. They would. They'd go, well, you're married now. You won't be needing that. <laughs> for you, okay? Now, if you need it, it'll be my purse or in the refrigerator. <laughs> they would. They go, what, you're going out of town with your friends? Well, you can just leave that here. I'll be waiting for you when you get back. It's true, you'd see all these guys on the phone. They'd be going, yeah, hello, guys. Yeah, listen, I'm not gonna be able to go. No, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to stay here. She's got my Johnson! <laughs> no, she won't give it to me. I asked for it all day. <laughs> yeah, she's upset. I tried to sneak out of the house with it this morning, and, uh... Yeah, I was, uh, halfway out the driveway. She came around of the house, and I had to give it to her right there in the street. <laughs> okay, I'll ask her. Hold on. Uh, honey, it's the guys. Well, no, they just called to say that they're all taking theirs. <laughs> I'm just gonna take mine because I didn't want to stand out or anything. Uh, okay. Yeah, she said no way. <laughs> no, she said the winky stays here, yeah. Uh, you guys do me a favor if you see me working on the yard next week and around the house and uh, we do me a favor? Kill me. <laughs> Kill me, I'm in hell. Will you shoot me? Poison my food? Run me over with the car? Whatever it takes. But I love women. What are you going to do? You I love women. I've been in love about eight times now. 
And uh, I buy it every time. Every single time I buy it. Love comes into my life and goes, come on. <laughs> yes, no, this is love. Not like the others. This is real love. I wouldn't lie to you nine times in a row, you ass. Open the door. <laughs> it again. So you all great. It lied to me again. But you got to keep trying to make it work, you know? Because I, I love women. I love women. Now there's this big rage. I don't know if it's here in England. It is in the States. Uh, this sexual counseling thing. Have you heard about this? People are going to psychologists for sexual counseling. You don't need sexual counseling. You just need to talk. Communicate. Talk to each other. Open up. Women, if you like something a certain way, tell us about it. Fill us in. Give us a clue! <laughs> what are we, mind readers? Are we on an Easter egg hunt? Let us know what it is! We will do it! Don't tell your mom. Don't tell your girlfriends, your hairdresser, your little buddies. He doesn't kiss me right. He doesn't hold me long enough. Tell us! We will do it! Will we do it, guys? Will we do it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's not like some strong lovers in this group. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Will we do it? Yeah. But I want to leave you with one thought because I used to think honesty, I really did. I used to think honesty was the thing that made a relationship work, that made it like come together, made it stronger. <laughs> I like to publicly laugh at that theory now. <laughs> lie! Lie! Lie right to their face. Forever, honey. Forever. Thank you very much. Good night. This is Ryan O'Neill from 99.1 FM, the key, 99 Rock. Rise and shine morning. And you're listening to the Rock and Roll Death Brigade with Randy the Rocket Cody.
Hi. Hi. Hey, what do you say? How are you, man? Hello, good night. How are you? Happy Saturday. Good evening. Oh. I don't get right into the heavy shit, you know. Okay. <laughs> Gotta goof around a little bit first, you know. Get used to being here. First I was back there, now I'm here. Everybody's looking. Makes you nervous, you know? You get nervous too, don't you? Audiences have nerves, I think. I know. Kind of show tension, you know, waiting for the time and the signal and the lights and the music and the show, and you get a little nervous because you know you represent your row, right? Don't want to be laughing at the wrong stuff, you know. Just sit with your foot in a dopey position. But I kind of goof around first, you know. Come on, look at that, found a staple. See that? Nobody goes right to work. It's true. Really, you might get there on time, but uh, screw the company. Those first 20 minutes belong to you, right? It's not an attitude in line with the American spirit, but uh, there it is, we all screw around. First, I just got here, man, you kidding me? <laughs> really, you never see a memo that says 901. <laughs> People don't jump out of bed in vacuum, right? So, stand around in the office a little, look at the picture for a while. Notice there's a duck in it. Been there eight years, never saw the duck before. You're good for half an hour if you have a window in your office, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're building something across the street. Man. Some guy will come in and do 90 minutes on struts. You need some beams and struts here. You need some 3 8 inch beams. You want to get AC power in here. You knock a false hole in the ceiling. You run conduit. You run conduit straight down there. Get some beams and struts and you got at a perfect angle in the corner. Anyway. This is my job. Welcome to my job, man. It's my job. Everybody doesn't have an audience on their job. Might be nice if they did, though. Have three people sitting on the other side of your desk. Yes, hey, he's okay. <laughs>
84 off on 142 receiving. How do you copy? Loud and clear, go ahead. I'm on scene with a 53-year-old male, 53-year-old male, Paulson is an athlete on arrival of crew. Unknown downtime, found by Rosita in a hotel at MGM. The patient did have a uh, exercise uh, rubber band around his neck. Um, suggestions of uh, possible strangulation, uh, trauma to the back of the head, history of depression. <laughs> Um, patient is cool to the touch uh, in all areas at this time. Pulse uh, but I'm seeing over 30 minutes of time. But the end car. Pupils are fixed and dilated. I.O. in the, uh, Right knee, ligature marks on his neck. We have established uh, a patent airway uh, ET tube. Um, I'm sorry, that was a, a dual lumen combi tube. Um, we're not able to resuscitate him at this time, so we're asking for a pronouncement. That's going to be 0133, Dr. Swain. Anyone off of one forty two copies zero one thirty Doctor Sweeney. Over. Thank you. 